everyone and welcome back to the beyond football show thanks again for listening uh i have today a very special guest i have asa here from uh football creations and restorations introduce yourself mate uh hi everyone so um yeah that was pretty much it to be honest <laughs> other than that i'm i'm um what am i 37 and three quarters now um i live in kent and i'm a i'm a manchester city fan Amazing. So uh, just to start things off, can you introduce a little bit um, of what you do? If someone's never heard of your work before, uh, what, what do you do in the world of football shirts? Um, so I, I repair them of sorts. So, um, yeah, something I stumbled across. Uh, so it's mainly detailing and things like that. You know, the stuff that comes off in the wash or gets cracked over time. Um, I'm your man to, to drop a, a message to and hopefully I can help you out and get that shirt that's... Um, been tucked away in a drawer somewhere or yeah. nearly went in the bin, um, give it a new lease of life. Amazing. So what inspired you to uh, create the business and start to fix football shirts in the first place? Um, just being a bit cheap, really. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, am, I am a cheapskate, I have to admit. So I've got, I've got a couple of hundred man city shirts, um, but none of them I've paid, you know, proper money for. Um, and then I started picking up ones that just needed little bits and bobs doing. And what I was doing was getting somebody else to, to print all the vinyl or the, the felt to go on. And I was using a house handheld household iron. Um, then I got a, like a, a trouser press thing um, and then eventually up to the, the heat press. Um, so I was kind of just doing stuff for myself and mm. obviously getting somebody else to print it. Um, you know, it, it's a fair bit of, of money. Um, so I thought, oh, why don't I just do it myself? So started doing my, doing it myself and then lockdown one happened. Um, and hopefully by the time this comes out, we're, you know, nearly out of lockdown three or out of lockdown three and definitely not on lockdown crossed. four. Or something <laughs> um, and I got furloughed from work and I thought, do you know what? Let's, let's see if anybody else wants something repaired. And yeah, it's gone a bit manic since then. So thankfully, I had quite a lot of time to devote to it. So I was basically furloughed, but was coming up to my my office in the house because I'm home based anyway, whether I was furloughed or not. Um, and tucking myself away for hours on end repairing shirts instead of just, you know, working on the, the computer for, for the day job. Um, I'm back to work now, so I'm still trying to find time to uh, to repair shirts and take a look at them. But um it's not to the levels that that i was at last year um but yeah still plugging away and hopefully um helping people with their with their shirts amazing so um have you done any uh restoration type work before working with clothing or anything else um or are these all new skills that you kind of picked up and learned along the way never done never done anything before in my life um no um I mean, I've I've been football creatio on Twitter. <laughs> if you want to want to follow me, um, it's all the links will be on. in the description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I started that in 2018, but that was just me messing around. So what I was doing was, it was either sponsors that have already fallen off, or I could take them off fairly easily. And I was just doing like mashups with old sponsors because. Just a bit of a throwback. Like I just love anything nostalgic, and yeah. So we, there, there was like, there was like a, a Palace shirt that was only a couple of years old, and I just stuck Virgin on it, Fly Virgin, and um, just stuff like that. I was just messing about with things. 
Um, so yeah, it didn't really become what it is straight away. Uh, that, like I say, all kind of happened when this crazy COVID situation started. So yeah, it was just messing about and doing things for myself, really. Brilliant. So obviously um, you kicked off your Twitter account in uh, 2018. Um, so just so I guess you've already kind of touched on it and what you've said there. But was that the was was that was that the, the start of it? The very much just trying to save yourself a few quid on some nice city shirts. And then obviously you saw the lift off after after the lockdown, as, as you mentioned. So was that how, how was football creations in its very early, early stages, would you say? And did you ever envision uh, it would yeah. get to this stage? It was, yeah, I mean, it was never repairs. It was just me messing about and hoping, yeah, yeah. you know, get a few likes, someone would go, well, that's actually quite cool, that mashup or what he's done with that. Or, um, yeah, so never never the intention to be like this this go-to for repairs or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, it was it was honestly, no, there was no vision. There was, there was not a lot of thought behind anything. It was just picking up shirts cheap and just thinking, I could stick the sponsor back on, but that didn't even really cross my mind. I was like, do you know what? I want to, if it's an up-to-date Man City shirt, that'd be cool if it had brother on. Like, yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. To, just, just to have something that I could wear that was just a bit different. Um, and then before the repair stuff, um, I wore to a cup final um, a Man City shirt that I just made for myself that was just like a blackout. Um, and then... 30 headlines or football headlines, whatever, published it on the website. And I was like, oh, whoa, that's not what I intended. And then, um, yeah, people thinking I'm like creating these um, knockoff shirts or whatever. So I was like, oh, I just wanted a cool shirt for myself. Or, like, I just like something, wearing something out of the ordinary. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, just no plans, didn't know where it was going, didn't know what I was doing, just messing about. Um, but now, um, I wish I'd come up with a better name, to be honest, um, because it was just football creations. Like I say, it was just going to be these these mess about shirts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've just had to tag on all these other words now just to um, get it to kind of make sense uh, to people when they stumble across me, what I do. Um, so it's not really creations anymore, 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 anymore. Do I want to say anymore, anymore? Um, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but people know me as football creations, so I can't really lose that, that tie yeah. in. Did you have any other any other ideas for names? Um, yeah, I was going to be Saint Kitts for a while. Okay. Um, uh, just a little pun because I've been to Saint Kitts um, when I used to work on cruise ships um, back in the day, and I really liked the place, and it just sounded quite cool. And then I was just going to yeah, have this like, god godly <laughs> figure icon, and. Do you know what? I wish I'd just stuck with that if I'd known it was going to be like this repair thing because it kind of works like, yeah, being, uh, you know, the saint of kits. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the football creation stuff is just just stuck and I don't really know how I could move away from it or if I did, if anybody would know who I was. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. So um, I, I'm, I'm interested as well. You kind, you kind of touched on it there. Um, how have you found the, uh, I guess, the attention that you've been getting for it because i mean i look through some of the shirt selling groups on facebook sometimes when i'm selling my own stuff or looking to buy something and if there's any post that goes up there um oh you know i've lost my sponsor on my shirt or a badge it seems to be your name is around so how so how have you found that from very kind of humble beginnings i guess it, it sounds like you, you you never um from what you've said so far it doesn't really seem like you expected to kind of be in this position so how how has that been for you do you know what? It's so cool that like people do do that. And yeah, I get tagged in things. 
yeah, anything's gone wrong with a shirt, and they're like, "Wow, try football creations." Yeah. So yeah, it's a bit mind blowing to be honest. I don't don't like I say, don't know how it's happened or why it's happened. It's pretty cool, and I do want to help people. Um, and that's not even them sending my shirts to me. If people want to message me and just ask me, and they want to do it themselves, I'm quite happy to just just give them a give them a hand. Um, and I'm. I'm not an expert. I've kind of stumbled across it. I think most of it is just being a bit brave to give stuff a go. And I've found stuff that that's worked and not worked. I think, um, thankfully, because I've picked everything up quite cheap, they've not been really precious shirts to me. Um, it is quite worrying when people send me shirts that they're, they're, they're prized possession or, you know, yeah. really something to them. I'm like, oh God, well, I'm going to give this a go. Um, hopefully everything's going to be all right whereas that wasn't that pressure for my stuff like i would say i was picking up stuff relatively cheap um it very rarely goes wrong but there's always that 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 chance that of course, something of course. could do i mean i've had a couple of sponsors that god knows what the manufacturers have used on them but like i've had a birmingham city shirt recently and the guy it just basically just gone in the wash and just color just exploded everywhere and oh, I thought, no. right, okay, well, if I can get something over the top, kind of seal it all in and clean up round it. Um, but yeah, as soon as you put any sort of heat on it, it just wanted to just, ex- you know, expand and explode again. So it looks okay. It's, it's done all right and he's happy with it. But yeah, is it like there are there are like a few troublesome ones um, that, that crop up every now and then, but most of them are pretty straightforward. And like, um, yeah, it's just been pretty crazy that people like... I seem to be a bit of a go-to, um, which is really nice. I still don't think myself as a, a very big hitter. There's there's plenty of people that I follow on on Twitter, and the mm. fact that they know who I am is pretty mad. Um, they maybe not know that it's me. Obviously, you can see me on camera at the moment. They may not yeah. know it's me. And I don't normally look like this. Usually shaves and usually like to do my hair, but that's <laughs> that's been about a year now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like yeah, they know me as football creation. So. Um, it is it's just yeah it's pretty cool amazing amazing so um obviously i've seen um from following you and from your account for a while now i see a lot of the repairs that you do obviously i'm a massive fan of your work what repair would you say that you're most proud of is the one that really sticks out and you think you know what i did a really good job here um yeah i've had a few but probably the one that i i stick on that pedestal is i did a lazio 1990 91 shirt uh banco santo um spirito is it sponsor yeah that sort of um, sounds about right <laughs> um yeah it just it just it, it completely gone um and <laughs> when you first get these you think oh, that's a lot of letters to sort out because what i do is i try to get like a base image kind of trace it on the computer mm. and then just just play with a lot of test prints and just just make sure that I'm kind of matching what's already there or if it's quite bad and you need to cover up stuff, maybe go slightly bigger and just not, you know, so it's still in keeping, but trying to just make it look nice again. Um, And that one, uh, it it took a lot of prints and it's just a lot of letters to get sorted and resize. Um, But it it just all just was spot on, just like amazing. And then the best part was they wanted the the crest sorted as well because that had completely flaked off and cracked. Um, uh, and there's a guy again I know through Twitter, um, R. Wilkinson 007 to drop that in. Shout he does out. <laughs> so, yeah, so so he did the embroidery on the um, the badge, and it okay. it, look, it looks amazing. Um, so yeah, I've got a couple of bits done for him as well, just where you're just like, 
where I could find a donor shirt, ruin one shirt to make one shirt brilliant, or, you know, I could get it embroidered. So it's just another option. Um, they may not always have been embroidered to start with, but if you want to wear a shirt, it's yours. You, you know, you, you want to get it out there again and looking good. It's another option to, to go down. Um, and it doesn't mean I've got to layer like lots of felt and vinyl and make it all up of in different colours and stuff. It, and it does look really, really good. So I've done that with a few of my shirts. So just for the fact they look so good, it was a team effort. I think I'd put that up there. Amazing, amazing. So um, obviously we talked a lot about um, repairs that you're proud of. So I guess the other side of it would be, have you, have you had a shirt um, that you've tried to repair um, that you found really, really difficult? Um, one of the uh, one of the early ones was a hip shirt with the Frank Graham Group sponsor on. Okay. Um, and it was just a pain because I couldn't find um, imagery for it. Um, I think the Frank Graham Group had, got, had gone bust like midway through the season, and we're going back a few years as well. And I just couldn't find anything, so I was I was literally trying to trace by hand from pictures, um, and then just playing wow. with. Yeah the lines and the curves of stuff got there in the end and the, the the owner was really happy with it but it just took me so long I was literally going back to him and just saying still doing it still going with it mm. um let you know but yeah the end result was really good it was just took so long and then God, most recently Liverpool 1989 home with the candy sponsor um, I think I, I tweeted out just to see if anybody had like a vector of it and stuff, because again, yeah. I couldn't find one that was nice, straight and true that I could start working from because but I, I, I've bought like a software package. I'm, I'm not skilled and I'm not very good. Um, I can play with a few bits, but there's people much better than me out there. So I will lean on them and ask them for help. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a, a guy did it for me send it over and I thought brilliant all I've got to do is like play with the dimensions a little to get it to fit and still couldn't yeah <laughs> so yeah it just took I thought well just you know you just make it a little bit higher a little bit wider and I just kept doing that repeatedly and just nothing worked and that was him tracing from a straight over straight on picture over the top so it's just a nightmare but we got there in the end it just yeah it's just I got my idea of worst shirt or most difficult it's just the ones that take the most amount of yeah, time yeah. when yeah when i haven't got an awful lot of time <laughs> yeah that's it so what would you say um because obviously a lot of your work is very very detailed obviously sometimes you deal with like the higher value shirts as well would you say um that you're a bit of a i guess a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to um fixing and um obviously making these these hybrid shirts that you've talked about and does that make your work more difficult in some ways yeah i mean i i want it to cover anything that was there before look the part you know if it can can, cool. can completely match do that um yeah i don't I, I, yeah i mean it goes completely against what i'm like as a normal person um, because I'm far from a perfectionist. I'm like, oh, that'd do. Anything around the house, I'm like, bang, bang. You know, <laughs> um, that'd do, that'd do wifey. Yeah. That'd do. And she's like, well, it's not quite sure. I mean, it'd do. And <laughs> this other side of me has surprised myself because I can't, I can't just leave it. And it, it, it probably adds to a bit of the, the, the timing aspect mm. of things where things take so long because I'm just, trying to get it absolutely spot on um so yeah i mean I, I, i've seen other people have started doing it now 
um, which is all good. And I've sent messages out and just said, if you ever need like files or images or anything, maybe we can, you know, help each other out and stuff because all we're trying to do is just, I think we're all just into shirts and just getting people to wear their shirts again, which is definitely the case for me. So, so you, you, you mentioned there's, um, there's other people starting to kind of follow in with your line of, um, I was going to say, I was going to say line of work, I guess would be the best way to um, best way to describe it. Do, do you think it's important to have that community, other people to other people to lean on, other people to help you out, other people who who have got those experiences, you know, in that quite niche area of fixing football shirts to help you with your own work? Yeah, no, I'm all for it. Like, yeah, I'd, and I'd much rather not be the only person. I'd, I'd, it'd be really nice just to bounce off people and just be like have you had this before have you have you ever yeah. done this one before and what was it like because yeah there's there's far too many shirts and there's there's only one me of um, course. so yeah like more than happy for people to 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 join in on this this fun football shirt repair game um, yeah <laughs> i know i'm all for it Brilliant. So, I mean, I, I guess it can almost get to a stage where if you've got other people who are doing it and you like their work, you can almost say, look, I'm snowed under with work or X amount of shirts. Go and check out this guy. He can he can help you out kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a got there's a, if anybody is in Portugal, there's a guy. Um, I don't know his Instagram completely off by heart. Maybe I can look it up in a bit. Um, but uh, I think it's throwback something but uh if anything any portuguese shirts especially sport in lisbon and stuff mm-hmm. he's he's immense he's brilliant um Amazing. and obviously with with brexit and things like that um yeah the, the postage and stuff like that is just getting a bit extortionate as well so if anybody's nearer that way um yeah highly recommend and maybe i can share the link with you yeah, definitely. Uh, I will. Um, I'll put all the links, uh, everything that we've talked about in the podcast down in the description below. So I'll get that guy's links down there. So yeah, any yeah. Uh, Portuguese shirt needs, that sounds like the guy to go to. <laughs> yeah. And do you know, it, like, obviously, I'm English. I'm a big England football supporter. But someone gives me uh, a, a Portugal or a Portuguese league shirt, may not know as much as there's that guy does yeah. and he knows what's you know it's very hard from pictures sometimes and photos to kind of nail um especially if you're just sending prints and they people want to give it a go themselves or they are sending you the stuff um and then you've just got to know what it was originally the type of color and yeah. things like that uh, it's loads easier when you know so much about them so thankfully being a bit of a kit geek um, I kind of got the English market nailed and kind of know most of the stuff. But yeah, when you, when someone chucks you a curveball shirt and you're just like, well, I don't know what it looked like originally. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, especially orange. Orange is the hardest color to try and color match from a photo because there's just I don't know why. It's just it's just a pain or you just get weird oranges. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I guess there's loads of different tones because you think like, oh, top of my head, like, um that PSG Jordan shirt and like the Blackpool shirt, for example, both come under the orange barrier, but completely different to look at, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it's just, just, it might be just me, but yeah, someone to send over, I need this sponsor and it's this orange and you're like, okay, it's like, yeah, light orange, dark orange, <laughs> the weird one. 
least, least there's, there's only really one name for for orange really whereas yeah. like green you'll you'll get all sorts of different greens forest green and things like that and you kind of feel your way and get closer to it but orange orange <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. So um, well, we've kind of touched on uh, a few points, but um, my, my next question would be, um, what do you enjoy the most about football shirt repair? And I guess the growth of uh, football creations. Um, I, I, I really like and I do really appreciate the feedback. So when people are really chuffed with their shirt, I, I really like it when they tweet out and they're like, oh, you know, didn't think I was going to ever wear this again or it was yeah. close to the bin. And here I am in it again. That's really nice. Um, I've got to hold my hands up. I don't enjoy an awful lot of it because okay. it's, so, it's so painstaking. I like yeah. I like when it's done, um, but then there's another one to do. And it's just, yeah. I mean, I, I, I really like having the shirts um, come through my door and get to feel them and have shirts that I would never, never buy or would never be um, able to buy. Um, and I've, I've got them hanging up in my room for a little while. Yeah. Um, so it's quite cool to actually have them and feel them because you can go on classic football shirts and, and look at them. And I see loads of shirts on Twitter and Insta and stuff like that. Um, but it's, it's so much better to have them there and look at them and, you know, the, the finer details. So just see loads of shirts that I wouldn't see is probably a great point. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's just very painstaking and try and juggling, juggling, juggling yeah. that with a day job, um, pregnant wife and a 20 month old. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. One on the way in the summer. So it's going to get even harder. So, yeah. Busy, busy. <laughs> juggling that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So um, I guess my next question would be, uh, what advice do you have uh, for people who are looking to fix their own shirts uh, from home? I mean, you know, I've got a couple hanging up in the wardrobe which um you know i was thinking of either sending to you or having a bit of a look at so what so can you give out some general advice if you just just say you've never done it before and you're looking to attack a sponsor or a badge or something along those lines um i think just be brave enough to give it a go i mean don't do it if you're you're like completely scared stiff of giving it a go but i mean if you're up for it and you think you've got the you know the basics then just just go for it i think half it is just being too scared to even think about doing it and what you could possibly do um most things to a certain um to a certain degree are reversible and fixable there'll be a way mm-hmm. around it or something that can maybe get it off and stuff so it's not you know the end of the world but yeah just being brave enough to give it a go i think some people are just like oh my god the sponsors come off what am I going to do with that? Uh, I'm just going to leave it, bin it. Yeah. I mean, all it is, is originally someone in a factory, heat pressed it in vinyl, in, you know, felt mm. or, you know, the rubber. They, yeah. They've, they've done what you're doing just on a larger scale and do it a hundred, God knows how many times a day. So it's just putting things on when, in heat in, in most places, in most cases. Um, so, yeah, just taking your time um, and just take the precautions. Teflon sheet goes a long way, making sure you're not going to burn anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just give it a bash. And like I say, just just reach out if you want to just run things by me. Just little hints and tips that I found along the way. Like I say, I'm no, I'm no all-knowing guru. Um, 
I think I'm just one of the nutcases that just was brave enough <laughs> to do a few things. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's been all right. And I guess that's what it's all about, isn't it? Being able to pick up those experiences you've had along the way and sort of like learn on, learn on the job. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, yeah, like, I mean, talk about background. Never done anything. Never, yeah. never repaired anything in my life. If it was ruined, it was getting chucked out. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. So uh, moving on to uh, my next question, uh, which is just about um, future plans for football creations. Is, is there anything you'd like to like to do or expand or, yeah, just anything at all? I don't think I've got enough time to expand, especially with another baby on the way. So, yeah, yeah I, don't, <laughs> I, don't know if I don't know if there's anything there. And I don't I, when I speak to people, I don't know how long this is going to go on for. Um, mm. trying to find the time to, to repair things, get to the post office around a nine to five, which isn't a nine to five. Sometimes it's a nine to six. Sometimes it's an eight yeah. to seven. Um, yeah. And still trying to have a bit of a home life it is, it is hard work. Um, and the, the amount of messages I get, I mean, I could pick, I could look at my phone every five minutes and I'd have a message somewhere and it's mm. yeah trying to keep up with them is a full-time job um and i'm not i'm not as a person the most organized person in the world so i will read yeah, a message yeah. and go oh, i need to look for for something for that that name set or see if i can find the design to to print it um i'll go back to them in a bit and then i don't and then yeah don't get like i get the messages two days later with just a load of question marks which i'm like Oh, just, just <laughs> like it, it does irk me a little bit, but I can, yeah, I, yeah. Kind of, I, I can see the flip side as well. So yeah, um, and I've got the most followers on Twitter, and then the Twitter messages aren't the most useful thing in the world. Trying to scroll through them, and you get twenty yeah. down, and it jumps back up to the top. So things do get lost along the way, but obviously just, just message me again. I'm yeah, never be rude to anybody, never on purpose, miss anything. Um, but yeah, like the thought of doing anything more on a grander scale, just, yeah, just not able to um, at, at the mo. Um, I want to try and do a few more YouTube videos just so people mm -hmm. can actually see how I go about it. So they don't see this. This is what it was like before. This is what it's like now and not yeah. really see what I did because some people message me and just just haven't got a clue how it goes from one to the other. Um, and that might spur some more people on just to say it's just to see that it is just day to day kind of stuff. It's not there's no wizardry. There's nothing magic. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd love to get who doesn't like having lots of followers and lots of people um, yeah, yeah. engaging in their stuff and know that somebody likes it. So yeah, the person that's going to get that shirt back and wear it and be like, yes, yeah, it's back to how it was. Um, at least other people are going, yeah, that, that looks all right. It's nice to know. Um, so yeah, I do get, I get, I've gone free. I think, I think I started somewhere between 2000, just over 2000 at the start of lockdown in 2020. And now I'm at 5,700 or whatever. And I do just keep going to the wife. It'd be over dinner. And I just go, guess how many followers I've got. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, I don't know. Well, last time we said it was, he was on like 4,900. I'm like 5,500. And I'm really chuffed with that. I yeah. I really like Amazing. it. Well deserved, so, mate. Well yeah, deserved. If I could, yeah. If I can get lots and lots of followers, that's brilliant. Um, yeah. But I don't really know where it goes from here, to be honest. 
um, right. lots of people mess lots of people message me and they're like you should do this full time and I'm like I, I don't think you can I honestly don't think you can I don't think I can knock out enough shirts in a day to to make it worthwhile I mean that'd be brilliant if someone asked like if it did ever happen and someone what do you do for a living I just repair football shirts just just up in my spare room just tinkering about with football shirts <laughs> dream job um, that would that I mean that would be the dream but yeah it's, it's yeah, it's not going to happen <laughs> unless I grow like a couple of spare hands or something. Um, yeah, unless I could train these two kids up with a heat press That's and a, a vinyl cutter, then we're on to a winner. T- ten years, ten years down the line, you can have a little empire running yeah. out from your house. Have yeah, I'm going to keep buying all these ruined shirts that I <laughs> because I keep building up this stock of shirts that I'm picking up on eBay, and I'm like, I'll repair that. And I never, ever got round to them. I've got like two boxes full of them. So, I mean, they're going to have some cracking shirts to, to start with and um, to get going on. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, I, I sometimes see like shirts on eBay or Facebook or wherever I'm looking. And I sometimes think, oh, should, should, should I send you the link that, you know, they're a little bit damaged. So I'm, I'm guessing not at the moment. You sound like you're at max capacity. <laughs> I know, I'll take them. <laughs> at the right price yeah, I'll, I'll take it. but they will sit in a box but then I, I think do you know what like the wife keeps moaning about like the amount of shirts they're about to pace and I'm like they're just getting more valuable once I fix them that's and it. you know three years have passed they're just getting more valuable love that's it and, <laughs> and yeah and my collection and maybe I don't get to repair these and you know something happens to me you can go on a nice cruise with that you're just gonna <laughs> flog them um and yeah someone's gonna do all right out of them there you go <laughs> forward thinker <laughs> yeah <laughs> amazing amazing so um have you done any other work in the uh, in the football arena before or is this your first kind of uh first kind of job or project in the in the world of football yeah no, no never done anything yeah um which which i i don't know whether i'm just following the wrong people but rarely seems to happen to anybody that I follow and I'm like oh my god they do really cool stuff and then it turns out they used to be a designer for Adidas and stuff like that and you're like yeah yeah oh right yeah no I'm just yeah just a normal guy that just yeah happened to stumble across this this thing and yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> amazing yeah, before Amazing. So I can see you're uh, you're wearing a city shirt. So um, I just wanted to ask um, how how you got into um, obviously supporting Man City. Yeah. So I don't sound very Mancunian. Um, so I'm from I'm from Kent, born and bred. Uh, mm-hmm. But my dad lived up in Manchester in the seventies. So okay. um, my granddad um, moved the family there for work, um, and my dad caught the bug. My dad actually originally supported QPR. Um, okay. So, yeah, just a turncoat, which I don't agree with. But thankfully he did because I couldn't imagine supporting anybody else other than City. And God forbid being a QPR supporter. I mean, I could get to games easier, but it wouldn't be much fun. No, not not quite on City's level, are they? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So uh, who's your favourite all-time City player? Uh, do you know what? I've, got, I've just got far too many. Um, top three then say top three. Oh, well then okay, if we're going top three they're they're all going to be um recents to be honest just okay. because the stuff we've achieved most recently um oh, david silver 
Yeah, legends, um, of course, of course. Yaya Torre, the amount of times he dragged us over the line, um, and maybe Sergio Aguero, but I've got so many like from back in the day. I like that when we wasn't that great and we, you know, we had some really niche ones. Like I absolutely loved Sean Wright Phillips, um, Sunji High, Ali Benabia. Um, but I do I like a niche choice as well. Like I, I've got an Alphonse Gronendijk shirt. Um <laughs> just because I went to my first game and he just had the, he only played a few times for us but he had the largest name and I was just like that is brilliant his name <laughs> goes down the sleeves of his shirt and I like that yeah so no um, and then I mean growing up my favourite player was David White um, okay yeah I used to think I was a bit of a whitey playing right wing when I was younger so yeah I've had a few <laughs> over the years um, but it's really hard to overlook what City have done in the most recent times and some yeah, of those of players, they're just a cut above anything we've had before just because because we're in that world now where we can get world-class players and I never thought we could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a big transition from uh, from the days of Main Road, I imagine, to, to where yeah, you are yeah, today. massive, massive, yeah. And I think you appreciate it more just because you've, you've seen the, other, the flip side of it. I know oh. I do. Um, yeah, and especially being down in Kent. I mean, I was the only, I was the only city supporter around here, um, and I absolutely loved it. I loved getting ribbed, like yeah, yeah, know, getting like your your team's rubbish, and I'm like, yes, yes, they are, <laughs> and and you know, I very very rarely got to Manchester, um, so I mean, when I go now, I still don't, I don't get to go that often. I try and go once, twice a year. Um, it's, and it's still exciting when I go. So yeah. I don't think I'd, I'd ever want to lose that. Um, yeah, I mean, my dad used to be a lorry driver. So he used to, whenever he was in Manchester, he used to bring home like a Man City magazine or what have you. And I'd just be like, oh my God, because you'd never see it around this way. Um, so yeah, Amazing. I just love being different. Amazing. So you, you mentioned uh, um, Sean Wright Phillips. I saw your post the other day that he uh, he liked one of your things on Instagram and left a comment. How was that? Oh, you know, that made my day. Yeah, that made my day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I say, I was just about to say, I have met him, but not not like that, just out of the ground. I mean, my first trip to Main Road um, was, um, I, I dragged my best mate up there because I had no one else to go with. He's an Arsenal supporter. And he came up, he was like, yeah, we'll go. We'll get the train up, miss the train. So we had to then pay for a taxi to get a flight up. Um, <laughs> which which cost so much money, and it was like I was like, oh, I, do, I really want to go to Main Road. I'll cover it, and he was like, no, 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 we we'll go half. So he was really good about it, um, and it was obviously a reason why we went because um, we're walking walking from the bus stop um, and walking through like the alleyways to the ground, yeah. And then just while right, we see like a group of people, and he's gone. That's even right. That's him, and he's gone. Wow. He's just legged it. He's an absolute <laughs> idol. He's just there, obviously, obviously there to watch Sean. Um, and he's he's pushed little kids out the way, women and children, <laughs> elbows right up. The he's like righty, crying, like got a hug Aww. with righty, got got um got something signed, grabbed a pen off someone, just got like anything signed. He's just got a, pe- a slip oh, of paper. Amazing. Um, and yeah, like, and then we met. Um, funny enough, we're like. I wasn't in a rush to get back afterwards. I thought, I'm just going to mill around, see if I can meet. Um, and uh, yeah, like Sean Wright Phillips came out with Sean Gota. So I got to meet 
them and he was i say meet him it was like a you know one of those polite little conversations yeah, um, yeah. No, he was, they were all really sound and righty gave him a big def jam comedy box set and like well played son and it was just <laughs> nice to see it was just like amazing i bought this for you and it was just yeah it was just really cool just just normal people um that just obviously are pretty good at football Amazing, amazing. So um, thinking back to, uh, I guess, some of your earliest uh, football memories now, um, can you remember what your first ever football shirt was? Um, yeah, it was from the market. Um, so it wasn't real. Uh, my mum had to sew on the patch um, and it came in like a box. Um, yeah, so a market job wasn't real. When it comes to first real one, um, it'd be the 91, 93 Okay. Um, oh wow! Hell of a shirt. So, yeah, it's a chevron on the arms, the Umbro one. Um, yeah, absolutely loved it. Amazing, amazing. So, would you say the uh, the the first shirt that you got from the market was that where your love of football kits kits started? Um, it would have been hard to love that one because it just fell apart. Oh uh, right. <laughs> yeah. No, so that's not where it started. The the whole. I mean, I've always liked them, but it's it's pretty recent that it's this magnitude to be honest like it yeah it's pretty insane now how many i've got and um how often i'm i'm going through ebay in save searches for stuff yeah um but yeah no i got i appreciate them the one i'm wearing today is the the 97 um 99 kappa home that's shirt. a stunner of a shirt um, well, I, got, I had a paper round and I got, we used to, I used to get in early with some of the lads and we'd go through all the football magazines. Mm-hmm. And I remember going through Match Magazine and it was like the launch and there was like Nicky Weaver in the goalkeeper shirt and like Jed Brannan, um, if anybody knows who he is, <laughs> <laughs> like modelling this shirt. And I was like, oh my God, that is the, the, the best shirt I've ever seen in my life. I still yeah. love it today. And I saved up my paper round money to get it. Um, so that's probably the one where I was li- literally instantly, I thought, oh my God, I've got to have that one. Never really had it before. And it's kind of snowballed from there. Um, yeah, so I saved up paper round money to get this. And then um, my mum and dad were actually split up. So my dad used to come and visit on Sundays. Um, and I remember he was running late. So for about an hour and a half, I stood at the top of my road um, on a bench at this join in the road this shirt on because he didn't know I had it and it come through the post and I was just just wanted to see his reaction when I came around yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I've got this <laughs> yeah so um yeah I mean as a dad Amazing. I'd appreciate that now you know years to come if I'm rolling up to go and see my kids and they're like I've got this even I'd, I'd appreciate it now I'll be like yes yeah yeah of course <laughs> yeah. <laughs> amazing 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 so 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 would you say that that's your favorite all-time all-time shirt or is, is is there another entrant in that list well there are ones that would run it close i think just for that sort of instant oh my god yeah this is yeah not being launched that i remember it's not going back and looking back through things um i say it's my favorite for that for that reason yeah and i back in the day i was a bit of a chav as well to be honest so the fact that it's got kappa running down the sleeves um yeah just makes it all the better so yeah i'd I'd say it's my favorite um yeah i just i do love everything about it and i've got it in long sleeve as well so i'm a bit of a a long sleever absolutely love long sleeve same in me i think some of some some of the long sleeve football shirts are just stunning especially the classic like 90s ones 
it's a uh, it's it's hell of a look. It can't be replicated today, really. Yeah, no. So yeah, no. If I ever find anything in a long sleeve, it drops through from eBay, and the wife's like, "Pretty sure you've already got this one." And I'm like, "Yes, I have, but not in long sleeve." Aha! Caught you out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she uh, she just huffs a bit and walks off. Let's <laughs> get on with it. <laughs> Brilliant. So um, obviously, how about your favourite all-time shirt? But do you have a, um, a shirt that you think is massively overrated? This might be my prejudice. This might be my anti-Man United hatred. Right, got you, got you. But, but I've got it here. So it's, it's this one. It's that oh, uh, yeah. 1992 away. People have got different nicknames for it. I can't even think what it is. I mean, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't know it's Man United, really, unless you knew that shirt, because everything's fallen off it. So people rave about it. I don't even think it looks that great. And no. everything, falls, everything falls off it. Um, the amount of time I've had these come through, the badge just slips off. The, the sponsor cracks and peels so easy. Um, I don't know why you love it so much, United fans. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just I just don't get it with this one. Usually, I can see something in in all shirts, but it might just be me being anti Man United, and I do apologise for that. But <laughs> I can't turn it off. Is it so? So is it mostly um, modern shirts that you kind of get through your door, or is it those older style eighties and nineties that that need that extra bit of uh, TLC? Um, I'd say it's older stuff. Um, very rarely do I get anything that um, is that new. Um, but I'm getting so old, I get things through and I think, oh, that's quite new. And it's not. It's, it's 15 years old and yeah, time yeah. has passed me by. Um, so, yeah, nothing, nothing really new. I mean, it is the stuff that has got every right to kind of give up if you've washed it in the washing machine 2,000 times. So, yeah, I mean, my shirts don't ever see the washing machine anymore. Um, I'll give them a nice loving soak in the bath, put some candles on and um, yeah, just give them a hand wash in the bath. <laughs> I wouldn't dare put them in a washing machine now. And people that like still put things in dryers and things like that. And I'm just no, like, don't no, no, do no, it, no. don't do it. Um, so yeah, no, it, is, it tends to be the older stuff. Um, quite, well, I got quite a lot of 90s stuff like um, and early 2000s. I don't know, some of the stuff they seem to use on the shirts just wasn't, um, meant to have much longevity I don't think um, yeah, yeah I see so they require that extra bit of uh, extra bit of TLC to keep them going yeah 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 just yeah I mean I spoke about the Birmingham City flyby ones they're just really just really horrible vinyl and um, Spurs Thompson ones just yeah yeah just lose all their colour and fall off and just yeah just not great um and that's regardless whether people have looked after them or not i mean i recently did a flyby birmingham city one that arrived to me brand new with tags but oh, wow, the, okay. sponsor, the sponsor had started breaking down they kept it in a bag um but it just got all sticky and right. yeah and you're just like that's never been washed that's all it's done is just sat and maybe it's the elements, but I mean, sat in a plastic bag, it's not the worst elements in the world. So maybe just a bit of humidity and what have you has just got to it. But really, it shouldn't, especially the price you pay for a football shirt. 
Yeah, of course. I mean, do you find it sometimes the, um, especially with the sponsors, it's like the size of the sponsor, because a perfect example is um, our, um, I'm a West Brom supporter. So our um, last season shirt, we've got the ideal boilers and the print, you've got the writing and then there's, there's like, there's like a background to it. It takes up quite a large part of like the middle of the shirt and every year, all the ones that I've got that always seems to be the only, well, one of the really, the only shirts that I own that's got like bobbles and little tears. Not, I take really good care of my shirts. I'll try, I hand wash them, everything you say. Is that something that you found in your uh, restoration work? Um, in particular for cracking, um, larger sponsors, obviously people fold their shirts and stuff. Um, so if you've got a large sponsor, then maybe right down the middle, it likes to go, things yeah. just have a tendency to dry out so i mean all my sponsors go into um plastic bags and i've got ones that are, are massive i got them off of um amazon so i don't okay. have to fold anything you know sponsor wise so the whole sponsor can show and basically the whole front of the shirt can can um show um and then i've got those i don't even know what you call them you know the little bags you get in like a box of new trainers or something just the moisture packets is it like silicon yeah i just silicon I, I, gel I, yeah i never chuck them away i always chuck them like a good few of them in the boxes and just try and, i don't oh. know i don't know if there's any science to it. <laughs> i imagine there is some if they're putting them into things i'm not really too sure but yeah yeah nothing catastrophic has happened to mine yet uh, i chuck oh, a few of go. them around and about in the my storage boxes so um just to soak up a bit of moisture and stuff like that um so yeah i try not try not to fold any sponsors no that sounds like so yeah so there's some uh, there's some good tips on that kind of leads into another another question um how do you store your shirts at the moment that's from your own personal collection um and maybe shirts that you're storing to uh, repair at some point yeah so um for my personal stuff um it's in those huge bags that i just spoke about so okay. i don't like to fold any detail in so yeah. even sleeve patches i will kind of fold them so they're, they're the, the shirt fold them so nothing you know is bent up or anything like that um so yeah and they go up they're up in the loft because i've got nowhere to put them so right, okay, when right, I decide yeah. I'm going to go, when we're allowed to go to games again or I'm going to the pub to watch a game or whatever, uh, what have you, I'm up into the loft to go and select what shirt it's going to be this time around. Um, yeah, so I've got very few in the actual house. Um, and then when it comes to, um, to, to repairs for people, um, in the spare room, there's, a, there's a, a rail I've installed to the right of me. Um, and they're all hung up there so hopefully they're not there too long to, to anything catastrophic to happen to them and um, so I don't have to worry too much about storage solutions but they're up up in the far right corner um, up that way um, and yeah definitely no toddlers can get to them <laughs> they're perfectly safe toddler proof setup i like it yeah. i like it <laughs> so i've um, obviously saw um, you mentioned online before and um, changing the topic completely here as we begin to uh, round up the podcast today um you appeared uh, on um, on catchphrase on the tv and how was that I, I know it's a bit of a random question but i'm always fascinated because uh, believe it or not me and one of my mates uh, just before the lockdown last year we applied to uh, bargain hunt as a little bit of a joke 
we thought us two, we could go on there and and see. And, and we got through the first stage, and we we're like, oh, okay. And then we and then we were asked to send over a video, so we sent over a video. And then we actually got to the uh, to the live TV audition, which was quite an experience. So I'm interested to hear what it was like actually being getting to the show and being on there and being on Catchphrase. It was a bit mad. I mean, I've I've got a bucket list and I've had a bucket list for God knows how long. I think I, I first started writing it when I was 15. Okay. Um, um, so, yeah, I've got a bucket list. And one of them was to be on TV. Um, and it, Catchphrase was the first thing I'd ever auditioned for and applied for. Um, so I just finished working on cruise ships. Um, that's where I met my wife. But she basically I managed to find a job. Um, <clears throat> so I could then, you know, come back to dry land. Yeah. And the, the plan was that, you know, we'd buy a house together and what have you. Um, but she didn't find a job. So she went and did another year abroad working for a Japanese um, cruise ship. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had a day job. I had uh, an evening job. I had um, uh, a job that I do a weekend. So I had about I had about three or four jobs um, where I was just frantically saving, trying to get mortgage money together. And um, because she'd done a really good job of saving on the cruise ships because it's tax free. You know, you haven't got to worry about rent. You get all your food paid for. She'd done a really good job. She'd been doing it for sort of six years. She saved up a good kitty. I hadn't. Um, midway through working on cruise ships, I'd split up with my, my then other half. I've been with her for like nine and a half, nearly 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I just decided that I was just going to just do as much as I could. I was, I was free and I just <laughs> wasted all my money. Just, just honestly, just any port I went to. I mean, I only had sort of four hours between shifts to go and do anything, but I did as much as I could. Um, I, think, I think you can tell I don't really regret it. It was like I did some of the best things I've ever done in my life. I like skydived, bungee jumped, just did all sorts, but didn't save barely any money. And I was like, right, well, here we go. By the time she comes back, I need to have my half of this mortgage deposit. Right. Um, so I was doing really well. Um, and then I thought I, I saw an advert like looking for contestants and I'm like, I'm brilliant at catchphrase. This is, is you all right. And um, so I applied. And like you say, you you put in your application form and you think, well, I probably won't hear anything. And then someone gives you a call and then you have like this online, uh, this telephone audition. And you have to like, sounds like you're, you're on something really up for being on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. OTT, like really ramp it up, which I don't find the easiest thing in the world, but yeah, managed to wing it. Then they invite you along for an audition and then you're you're basically in a room with all these other people that are, you know, at 100 miles an hour and you've got to kind of compete with them to get on this show. Um, yeah, yeah. But thankfully, um, the, 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 the guy that was recruiting for the show um, was was a gay guy and he seemed to absolutely love the fact that I was a, I used to do naked butlering. So that was another one of these four jobs <laughs> uh, of a weekend. I do topless yeah, yeah. buttering um, because like around these jobs, I was just like, well, I don't want to spend any money. I've got gym membership. So any spare time yeah, I'm yeah. in the gym. Um, and then someone jokingly like said, oh, you should, you should do it. And again, this was another audition scenario. So I'm on um, uh, a web chat like this and they're saying like, well, you know, um, 
how are you like how do you get a party started and what have you and you just you, you know you're just saying whatever to try i want to earn this money it's 60 pounds an hour and stuff like that and all i've got to do is yeah, take yeah, the top yeah. off and then yeah then they're like right and can you take your top off i'm like right okay <laughs> yeah thankfully back in the day full dad bod now but yeah I was, I was in good shape so i did that for a while um so yeah i was just doing anything Amazing. to make money but he seemed to really like that and i come up with some funny stories from parties yeah, yeah. And things like that and i think that's what that's what got me on so i think it's just the right person at the right time and course, i managed yeah. to get on um and then the lead up to getting on the show i'm like oh my god i'm gonna be on telly like thousands and thousands millions of people are gonna see this I don't want to make a prat of myself and and they changed the format whereas it used to just be two people and you just pick up money as you go and you take that money away they'd made it three people and one person went away with nothing so right. my fear was i've told the missus that i'm going on catchphrase of course i'm gonna nail it i'm gonna win loads of money yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like actually you're really good at catchphrase this could actually happen yeah yeah, yeah. Thinking, i'm gonna go i don't want to go away with nothing so thankfully um, got through that part, got through the second round, got all the way to the end, but um, I did just have a bit of a brain fart in the final round. It just all went apart. I'd made, I'd had a figure in mind, I'd got that, and I was thinking, I can buy a house now, like, which I did, I hoped would happen. I just thought it would take more work than that. Um, so, yeah, the last round, I, I really wanted to win a holiday because we hadn't been on a holiday. We'd only worked yeah, yeah. together on a cruise ship spent too long um, trying to win this holiday. Although it's got the timer on the screen when you watch it on telly, you don't know how long you've got. I spent is, that, is that on the, is that on like the, the pyramid? Like the, yeah, run, the yeah, run at the, the end, yeah? The pyramid boxes. So I obviously got, got up um, and was really going for this holiday one and just, just spent too long. I was like, yes, I've got the money for the mortgage. If I can bosh a, a holiday as well for us when she finishes on the cruise ship. Good day's work. Epic. What a morning. <laughs> um, but yeah, just spent too long, ran, ran out of time um, and then just said all those silly things that, that people say. I mean, it was what it was, was it was a catchphrase rat race. What came okay. out of my mouth was mouse race. Like, honestly, all sorts. And I kick myself now. Um, but I didn't too, do too bad in the early rounds. Just let myself down at the end. That, that's it. But I, I imagine, like, you know, I enjoy uh, watching catchphrase. I always have done. It's always something I've just found, like, a bit of lighthearted TV you can stick on. And I, I'm, it's, it's easy when you're sitting at home, uh, you know, shouting it, shouting this, shouting that. I'm thinking, oh, oh. I've got the answer, I've got the answer. But I, I imagine when you're there on the spot and you've got the lights on you, you've got the cameras, it's completely different. Yeah, I, I'm like I say, brilliant at home. Like I'm amazing. Um, but yeah, you <laughs> you get into a studio, you're allowed to take someone with you as well. Okay. Um, and I didn't want to take anybody, but my stepdad was not having that. He was like, "I'm coming." He's like, he's like this really loud Geordie. He's like, I can't do a Geordie accent though. He's like, imagine this in a Geordie accent. He's like, no, there's no way you're going doing this on your own. I'm coming. Right. So yeah. like. Yeah, so so he's like rooting for you and he's being a bit OTT. He got a bit excited. So you could hear him in the crowd. So I've got him. <laughs> I've got all the people in the studio. So you've got like 300 people in the studio all watching you. And then you're thinking about the people that are going to watch this as well. Yeah, just, yeah. Just a bit slower and your brain just does weird things. So, yeah, I mean, lucky enough, I won a bit of money. So it was a good morning. Um, That's it. And yeah, and then we did, we, we bought the house. So, 
And I've actually been on on something else as well, but not a lot of people have seen it. So I don't know if you've ever watched Wild Things on Sky One. No, no, I haven't heard of that one. Oh, well, basically, you do it with the other half. Um, right, so okay. did, again, we was like, do you know what? We like this show. We'd watched the first series and we was like, we saw that they wanted contestants and we went, do you know what? Should we go on there? And if we win the 10 grand, because that was the, the prize you win at the end, we win the 10 grand. We just we just spent all of it on getting married. We was engaged. Yeah, we just yeah. got engaged on holiday like a year before. And we was like, we'll win it. We just dedicate that and it, it's all done. We haven't got a say for anything. And we was like, yeah, it won't happen though, will it? <laughs> Again, you go to all these casting yeah, calls. That's you it. Go there and you've got to obviously bounce off your your partner. And they were doing games where you're like one of us was blindfolding, trying to lead us round and that. And we were crap. We were so bad. <laughs> And basically, the premise, the, the premise of the show is that one of them can can see, and the other person can't see anything. So, in this giant um, animal costume in the okay. woods, basically, and doing different tasks against other um, couples or you know, like family members. Um, so, yeah, so we we spent days traveling up to sort of Milton Keynes way, um, traveling okay. up there to do games over about a month. Um, yeah, so like you, you, you get points into a leaderboard, and then that the pe- people that come top of that leaderboard run with a suitcase of money through the woods, and the, right. the one person guides them through, you know, left, right, trying to avoid um, trees and obstacles and that, and get them to this hut, freedom, and they escape the woods. Um, but we we missed out on running with the um, the, the the briefcase of money because. I got a bit too excited on the first like qualifier right across the finishing line. And I thought if I can get to my, cause you basically collect your partner and then run out to the, the gates and you've qualified for all oh, these. Oh, I gates. see. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, well, if I keep running, I'll get to my wife and she would chuck me off and I've saved a few seconds there. I'll get to, I'll just get nearer her, but I just, <laughs> just legged it ran into a fence, flattened this fence and like this other couple oh, no. ran through. So we were tied <laughs> on the leaderboard. We were tied on the leaderboard and then they say, well, let's rerun the, the, the qualification game and see who crossed the line first. And I'm like, well, quite obviously we know who crossed the line first because I was in a fence and they ran through. <laughs> um, but thankfully, thankfully, like we caught them with literally a second to spare with this suitcase, with this briefcase of money. So yeah, one, one 10 grand and spend amazing wedding so yeah that's that's it wow it's, it's brilliant that you've managed to make it on so both the shows you've been on you've gone on you've obviously had the experience and you've had some success from it as well yeah i mean i've got a 100 percent record so if i do manage to get on anything else that's kind of how i'm going to psych out who i'm competing against <laughs> that's it i'll just look over and i'll just be like i've always won <laughs> the sheriff's in town now yeah. no but honestly like it's one of those things you don't you don't really expect to to get on and cool. i don't know many people that have been on stuff but i just say just honestly just apply go for it um yeah i mean around that time i got addicted to competitions as well so for a good few years i did and entered so many competitions daily and like what, what ra- kind of stuff um oh, i've won all sorts so i mean i've played at a few stadiums uh just through competitions i mean i won a competition to play at wembley oh amazing how was um, that oh unreal just the best day ever 
Um, but I mean, I won, I won a competition to go to the Super Bowl. And it's just one of those wow. things, just like, do you know what? Someone's got to go on these things or someone's got to win these things. Yeah, yeah. It, it may as well, you, you know, it might be you. So, yeah, people like who wouldn't even think about applying for a game show. And I'm just like, it's, it's actually not that bad. And you might get on, you might win. Just go for it. That's it. You know, you never know, dear. That that yeah, is it with these yeah. things, and it's like, and the fact that we've had this is obviously the first time we've ever talked about it, and we've had exactly the same experiences almost with how we've applied. We've done it sort of as a joke, not really thinking about it, and then before you know it, you're actually there or doing an audition in front of the TV cameras. It's funny how it just how it works yeah. out. You have that little voice in your head. You're like, oh, this is actually happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's what it's like all the way through, like each round, and you're like. Oh God, yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, they've got to get someone on there. It may as well That's be it. you. And yeah, if they're giving away free money, who doesn't like a bit of free money? You got to go. So, for yeah, it. I mean, yeah, they serve their purposes because yeah, probably without them, my life would be and like so much different. Um, yeah, amazing. Well, it's, it's you know, I think it's it's great that like hearing a story of somebody's actually been on these these shows that, that we all kind of see as a bit of entertainment and it's actually made you know a positive positive difference yeah no oh yeah well and truly i don't i don't know where we'd be living now or how long it would have taken us to to sort ourselves out we would have got there eventually but yeah crazy crazy to think that yeah we we bought a house with a thank with the with the help of a game show and then got married when we did we would have got married eventually but it probably would have taken us absolutely ages so we're kind of like tick tick done let's enjoy ourselves so we you know we went on holidays and just really enjoyed ourselves and we loved going to like music festivals and things like that and and then we were like you know what we had fun we've seen the world yeah we've then come back to dry land enjoyed just us two for a little while and then yeah then let's start a family and then, um, then, then you have to start repairing um, football shirts because lockdown happens. You think you're going to lose your job, and you've got to feed these people, these of little course. people. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. So, I guess that's my that's my final question. Really, you've touched on it just at the end of what you were saying there. How has um, obviously the explosion of um, football creations? How, how has lockdown been for you? Um, so busy. Um, yeah, so I've not really, I speak to some people that also got furloughed about the same time and you've got a real mix. You've got people that absolutely hate it and then you've got people that have been like, well, it actually, it was quite nice to get out in the garden. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, speaking to a guy at work, there was just like, it was quite nice. And obviously I've got like three acres and I'm like, brilliant. I've got about three square metres. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's like, yeah, pottering about in the garden and stuff like that. And um, Brilliant. I was I was tinkering with with shirts so yeah it's been non-stop um and at the very start and all through I mean I had seven months of being furloughed I was really worried about my job and I just thought if I start doing these shirts then if it happens then it might tide me over just for a month or two to try and find something else yeah um I mean I suppose I'm not not completely safe now there's still quite worrying times for so many people um so yeah i suppose i better keep it up just in case <laughs> that's it that's it well i just want to say massive thank you mate for your time uh, this afternoon and coming on the podcast it's been great to have you on no thanks for having me on um yeah i'm always thrilled that someone actually wants to talk to me <laughs> and whether you still feel like that now at the end i don't know but uh, no cheers for having me on 
No, brilliant. Well, thanks so much for that again. And uh, yeah, all of find the links to football creations and restorations down in the description. And uh, for your things that we've talked, um, the name of the guy I will get from you after the podcast who repairs the Portugal shirts we talked about earlier on. And I get that done there. So yeah, thanks again. And thanks again for listening, guys. Mm-hmm.